Joe Hine is a partner at SI Partners, a global growth consultancy. He supports clients to build value within their businesses and provides M&A advice on high-value cross-border deals. Joe, welcome to the show. Dan Sullivan from Strategic Coach said something really interesting on a podcast recently. He said, the problem is not the problem. The problem is we don't know how we should be thinking about the problem. How are you and your clients thinking about the problem at the moment? Hi, Nathan, and um, thanks for having me on. Um, I think that's a really interesting quote. Uh, you know, we are a week into feeling the effects of this. And, um, you know, last week was was a one of shock. And, uh, you know, I don't think we kind of knew what, what the problem is and what we should be doing. And um, everyone was sort of the clients, a lot of clients were phoning me up and saying, well, what, where am I? What should I be doing? What What's my next step? And, you know, we, we counseled, you know, two stages. And the first is securing your assets. So it's, the, you know, looking at where you are uh, as a business, what's your financial situation, um, and most importantly, thinking about the human side of this and your people um, and securing your your people in the sense of, you know, kind of what, how are they feeling, what are they up to, how do you make sure they're set up and ready for the future and, you know, creating clear guidance for them around, you know, kind of what, what your strategy is. So, you know, step one is let's just secure the business and understand where we are. Um, and then step two is starting to plan for the future. Mm. Uh, and that's where kind of understanding what the problem is, 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 is harder. Because, you know, where we are, it still feels like we haven't hit the bottom. Mm-hmm. I think we are still we're still kind of going down and realizing where, you know, what the impact's going to be. Once we do that, I think very quickly you understand where the problem is and you, and you can come out the other side. So my experience in our experiences in Asia, particularly two of the key markets we trade in there, China and Australia is, yeah, they, they're going through short, sharp impact, but it's, you know, China's certainly at the other side um, from our, from a trading perspective. Um, Singapore seems to be up online um, and, and Australia is, is, is going in through a short, sharp shock, but you know, the business confidence is high. That, that once we're through that initial phase, we can, you know, start to think and plan about the future. And, and it's really thinking about what what are the, what does your business need to look like? Um, because I think the world's going to change a bit as a result of this. It's a really interesting point that you make in that sort of last week was really about shock. All of us were in shock. And it was really about um, how do we move people to online uh, sort of environments and buying camera phones and setting up on Zoom and Slack and uh, and all the rest of it. And as you said, you can't really find uh, you, people struggle to to find video cameras last week. But most businesses, as you say, were in a little bit of shock last week and just kind of adjusting to this mm-hmm. whirlwind. Wind. Now this week, from the conversations I'm having with um, with business leaders is they're starting to think about the future. You know, what does the next three, six, nine, 12 months look like? Because yeah. as you said, we have no idea how long this we're going to be in this for. So should we be thinking about like scenario planning now for the next quarter, the next two quarters, the next three quarters? And depending on how long this lasts, what, bis- what our business should look like in each of those sorts of scenarios? Yeah, I, I think that you've got, I think you can't look beyond a quarter at this point in time. Um, I think you've, you've got to, you've got to plan for, 
you know, you can you, you, the visibility around what is particularly revenue. You know, you probably only got two, you know, two uh, months, maybe three months visibility on, on a lot of agencies on, on their revenue at any time. But it's particularly at, at this point in time. So, you know, I think in terms of uh, scenario planning, it's really focusing in on, you know, what are you going to do in the next three months to strengthen your financial position? Okay, and, and take all the opportunities such that you you prepare to weather, you know, kind of what what brings you down the road. I think too much scenario planning at this point in time is is not actually very helpful. Mm. I think you should have a uh, what we're talking to a lot of clients about is a an amber and a red plan. Okay. So amber plan is you know where are you in the business at the moment? What can you see and what what should you be doing? If it gets worse, what's my red plan? But but aside from that, you know, I think that people shouldn't be making too many decisions too quickly um, until we kind of get a little bit more visibility around, um, uh, um, you know, kind of where it's going. Okay. And you, you talk about amber and red plans. And obviously a lot of those plans have to do with sort of securing your financial position and the conversation will move into sort of overheads, staff costs and uh, sort of building and premises, etc. Talk, talk a little bit about how your clients are thinking about talking to their employees, about reassuring them about their own uh, financial uh, situations because they've got families, they've got bills, uh, they've got their own expenses, etc. And they, they must be having a lot of concerns themselves. How are the leaders that you're speaking to reassuring their own employees about the future? Yeah. And, you know, it's a very hard thing to do because, you know, we're still we still don't quite know what the future holds. Sure. Right. But, you know, your employees are the biggest asset in your business um, and, and looking after them is 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 is, tan is paramount. So, you know, particularly thinking about what might happen, you know, on the other side, it will bounce back and making sure you're keeping as much of the business together as as kind of possible. Our counsel is just to keep very regular contact and very honest contact with the team about where the business is and, and kind of and, and where you are um, to to kind of m try and maintain their morale. In fact, you need to over communicate at this time hmm. because your people are disparate. You're losing so much communication is is you know, non nonverbal. And, you know, even with best will in the world, you know, video conferencing doesn't really translate that. So it's it's just maintaining as much much you know group contact, but also one to one contact as you can at this point in time. Really interesting. How how should we be thinking about sales and new business at this point? Because you made a really good uh, point off air about the businesses that are digitally enabled has have a digital offering yeah. versus those legacy businesses will be, will be the ones that thrive in this scenario. How should we be thinking about sales and new business in this environment? Yeah, so you know, you kind of you can't be tone deaf at this point in time, right? You've got to you've got to be aware of of the environment and, and what what you're doing. And you know, I think the first step is to phone all of your clients. Hmm. You know, and and if you you know just pick up the phone and and just be a friend at this point in time. Hmm. You know, just just not try and uh, you know don't try and sell, but just just try and be supportive and and see where they are. You know. And, and actually kind of in that sense, it's far more consultative selling, <laughs> you yeah. know, 
find yeah. where their pain is and what their problem is and, and try and help them rather than trying to think about what, you know, kind of what's in it for me. So it's, it's really staying very, very close to, to your clients. Um, so in terms of new business, you know, our council is, you know, this is not the time to, to be doing that. This is not what people are, are kind of worried about. <laughs> that, that said, you know, not everyone has been affected in the same ways. Lots of people are, you know, having big pieces of work signed off, um, you know, and, and seeing, you know, subscription um, businesses, so particularly online subscription business that I work with, that has is booming. So, you know, you alluded to the right to a very good point that, and I said earlier that the, the world is going to change as a result of this. And, you know, the the new world businesses are going to be the ones that that are going to survive and thrive. And I think, you know, this is going to accelerate some of the you know some of the the legacy businesses from the from what we call sort of old world that haven't adapted mm-hmm. that are going to really struggle because we're in a by definition a almost virtual world right now mm-hmm. um so as much as you know the the new business thought and for ceos once they've secured their their assets in their business their people and their cash flow is really to start think about what are the products that you um you know what are the products that that our, our customers are going to want when you when we come out of this um, and you know, trying to think about well, how do I do, how do I do my research, my qualitative research, you know, online forums rather than having to see do it face to face. Kind of, is there opportunity in you know, I have a client um, who's Pan African Advisory, and you know, they've created a, um, a COVID nineteen tracker to allow everyone to understand, you know, what all of the governments are doing in, in on the African continent. So, you know, it's really thinking about what are the products that you can do and what are the products that people are going to want on the other side that's going to be really valuable to your customers hmm. and in terms of how, how we actually come out of this stronger i mean you said that those legacy businesses will probably be the ones that will go through the most upheaval at the moment uh, and the digitally enabled ones will probably come out better but after we've done our our own sort of financial health check and we're in a pretty good place over the next sort of three months what other advice are you giving to people right now so that they can be set up to come out of this thing positively whenever we do come out of it? Mm. Mm. So I think that, you know, we've gone through such a sustained period of growth over the last sort of eight years. I think we've become slightly, you know, perhaps neglected some of the, you know, the fundamentals of, of, of business because the market has been so strong, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think, you know, there's two real points here. One is, you know, just consistently ensuring the strength of your balance sheet, you know, to make sure that you can weather the storm and, you know, that you have as, you know, protecting your cash. You know, uh, they say profit is, is uh, was it revenue is vanity, profit yeah, is sanity, and cash is king, right? Yeah. You know, and, and that, that maxim is, you know, in this situation that, you know, you talk about black swan events, that's what you're going to need. But also, you know, you just the requirement to constantly innovate and constantly challenge yourself as a business about what it is you're supplying to the market and, you know, staying at the forefront and being contemporary. Um, you know, we, we it's often the advice we give when you're trying to sell your business or if you have a desire to sell your business and it and it you know, it's just being a really good business is you've got to be really special at something mm. and you've got to be really contemporary and at the forefront of what you do. Um, you know, and I, and I think sadly, you know, the businesses that haven't been investing in that historically are the ones that are going to really struggle, you know, kind of in for the next sort of six to 12 months. 
Jim Collins had a great book called Great by Choice. Fantastic book. It's actually, in my opinion, better than Good to Great, which is the one that's sort of lauded as like the best business book of all time. But in it, he tells a story of um, Bill Gates uh, of Microsoft in the 80s when he sat on enough cash reserves for Microsoft for 12 months in the bank so that he could weather any storm that was that was to come. And all of his advisors said that he was absolutely crazy. What are you doing sitting on so much cash? You should be investing it. You should be doing this and that and the third with it. And he said, no, we need to sit on it so that if whatever storm comes, we're able to weather it, our competitors won't be able to and we'll be able to, ultimately, they'll, they'll um, uh, you know, a lot of them won't exist. They'll fundamentally have to recheck, uh, restructure their businesses and we'll be able to sort of keep the lights on keep all of our employees and 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 come out ahead of ahead of things now that advice when things are in good times is actually quite or that strategy in good times is actually quite weird and probably the sort of advice you many people wouldn't give to their clients but in this scenario it actually looks like really prudent advice a lot of businesses won't be able to keep 12 months cash in the bank um, but a similar sort of thing, I, I would imagine, is the sort of advice that you'd be giving, you know, giving to your clients as well. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, that is de-risking your business. OK. And maintaining cash is, you know, arguably one of the ultimate ways to de-risk your business. Mm. But, you know, there's lots of other ways of, of doing it and, you know, making sure that you have, uh, you know, different products, products that work in a recession as well as in a, you know, a, a kind of the good times, you know, that the sort of classic or geographical, um, you know, kind of uh, increasing your geographical exposure. I mean, it, for our business, it works quite well that Asia are now sort of coming back online sure. as, you know, kind of we are starting to take, a, you know, a, a bit of a dip. And, you know, so actually kind of it, it, it manages it itself out. So, yeah, 12 months cash is, is not viable. For and actually, right. you'd say, argue you could invest that better elsewhere. Um, you know, and he was in a very fortuitous position. Um, but you know, you should be definitely having at least three months cash. And, but also just, just thinking about, you know, kind of how am I de-risking my business? Mm, really interesting. Um, leadership probably is probably the most important thing that we should be thinking about now. I mean, uh, this is this is the thing that a lot of leaders will be really uh, sort of brought to task about their own leadership capabilities. They'll be really tested as to how how they should be leading at this time and how they should be thinking about leadership in this time um, because their employees, their clients, their stakeholders will all be looking to them as a way of uh, navigating them through this through this storm. How should they be, I mean, you talked about um, one of the things earlier around sort of over-communicating, but how else should leaders be thinking about their own leadership uh, strategies and philosophies in, 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 in this challenging time? I think you've, I, I, I think it comes back to this communication point because, mm. you know, you're, this this world of remote working is hard, right? Some people thought that, you know, all the introverts would, would just love it and they can sit at home and don't have to talk to anyone sure. and the extroverts are pulling their hair out. And I think there's some truth in that. But uh, I think a lot of people are finding it hard, right? Because we are pack animals and whether you like the pack or not, <laughs> you're still used to it. Sure. Um, and, you know, I, I think you know, leaders need to need to not get lost in this and really need to step up and, you know, make themselves visible to their organization and their employees at this time. Um, 
I, yeah, I think that would be my my one piece of of advice. Set up set up your new ways of working. You know, mm. no longer can you do a a call on a Monday. You need to have a call every day um, to check in with your employees and, mm. and and make sure everybody knows what's going on because there is no water cooler. There is no murmur. You know, in in the background, it's 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 all done. Uh, you know, everyone's so disparate now. So you you've got to really be front and center and and decisive as well. Really interesting. Joe, I want to end all of these podcasts on a, on a high note, on a positive. So yeah. talk to me about the silver linings here. Um, you know, w- what have been some of the positives that have come out of this for you, both personally and professionally? Because for me, um, I've, I've got a lot more time to spend with friends and family on the phone and speak to them and spend a lot more time with my six-year-old stepson and, and my fiance. Um, and in the go, go, go of like regular life, I just never would have had that time. And I'm, it's, I find it really valuable and refreshing to have, have that time. So, so what have been some of the silver linings for you, both personally and professionally? I think the, um, you know, people are saying that the world's going to be slightly different. You know, there's so much more around some of the things that we've taken for granted for such a long period of time, like community, um, like, you know, time with with the you know your family and and I think the the silver lining and perhaps a piece of advice if I may you know offer it would be to to you know this is you know the, the thing about this is is that it has an end right you know we we know it is it's only here for a finite period of time and you know actually we will you know it will, the world will revert back to normal in this period of time you're going to have potentially some less work to do potentially more time around your friends and family and I think the thing to do is is to try and enjoy that, you know, and, you know, kind of it's going to be stressful. But if you can compartmentalize that stress and, you know, spend that time with with your families and 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 enjoy, uh, enjoy it whilst you have it, because when it switches back on, it's going to be easy again. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Joe, thank you so much for your time. Tell everyone listening where they can go to find out more about you and SI Partners. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You know, LinkedIn, SI Partners or uh, SIPartnersGlobal.com um, on the web. And, you know, yeah, please do reach out if anyone has, uh, has got any queries about what they should be doing with their businesses and their agencies at this period of time. Fantastic. Joe, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Nathan. Good to talk to you as always. In response to the situation, we'll be putting out daily COVID-19 podcast updates to give creative and independent agencies the best advice and support through this challenging time. Topics will include finance, steps agencies should be taking and the latest on government initiatives, HR, what measures agencies should be putting in place and answering questions on SSP, working remotely, how to optimise your remote working setup and platforms, managing stress and anxiety, advice on staying strong for yourself, your family and employees, sales and marketing, how to emerge stronger post-crisis, supporting others and much, much more. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.